Hello and welcome back to the Lone Wolf Girl podcast. Um, this is your host, the Lone Wolf Girl. Welcome back. <laughs> welcome. Um, look, I made it another week, like I promised. Um, so here we are. <laughs> um, yeah, I hope you guys are doing good. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, yeah, I hope you're doing good. And I hope you've had a good week so far. Um, personally, I've had an eventful, uneventful week. Um, doing, I've told you guys before, I'm like in like a career change thing. So like I've been doing like interviews and stuff like that. But aside from that, it's been kind of uneventful. Um, I haven't really been feeling it. It's been something where it's like, um, I'm, I'm like at a point where because of like how, like, I guess the employment, um, environment is right now or like the jobs, job search, um, environment is, I'm kind of like, whatever, like I'm not like being too hard on myself about it, if that makes sense. Um, but I do have moments where I'm like, oh, this sucks and whatnot. And like, I'll be down on myself, but I try not to do that. But anyways, um, but aside from that, like I've been good, like my week, I feel like this week passed by really fast and, um, yeah, I, I don't really mind. Um, and like, this weekend I have a thing coming up with like a friend I haven't seen in a really long time, so, which is going to be really nice. Um, but aside from that, I don't really have any updates. I don't think last week we talked about like how overwhelmed I was and like the FOMO I was feeling like from peers, um, with like jobs and, and whatnot. Um, right now, like, yeah, I still kind of feel that, but I mean, like, what can I do, you know? So I'm just, like, trying to control my controllables, um, aside from, like, putting in the work that I need to put in, but, like, controlling things in terms of, like, just continuing to, like, work out and stuff like that, um, and uh, I think I had said, like, a goal of mine was to, like, eat slightly better or, like, prioritize my protein, um, I've been slightly more conscious about that, I want to say, but whatever. Um, we'll continue working on it. Um, but yeah, we officially started February. Um, it feels good, to be honest, to be away from January already, just because January was feeling so, um, so like overwhelming, like I had told you before. And, um, I don't know. I feel like this is a fresher start, if that makes sense. Uh, a fresh start without like all the added pressure, um, whether it's from like the outside world or, um, just like personally. Um, I think something that I've kind of been like doing slightly more to, um, help the overwhelming feeling has been like writing down lists like to-do lists um like in a planner and stuff like that to 
just stay on top of like my like the things I need to prioritize and whatnot but um yeah that's that's kind of been it um oh and I've been like on (laughs) I've been on a baking kit kit uh (laughs) I've been on a baking kick um I don't know if I mentioned this before um when I was talking to you about like how like overwhelmed I was feeling and like stressed so I'm someone like I used to um stress clean and I find like that these days I don't really have the time not the time the like the the energy to be cleaning um to be stress cleaning which to be honest I I wish would kick in right about now because um I do kind of have a mess (laughs) um at the moment but uh, what I have been doing more now, um, it like to like keep myself busy and like when I'm stressed is baking. Um, so this past week I made some banana pudding for the first time. The, I don't know if you've heard of like Magnolia Bakery in New York. And, um, so I've always wanted to try it. And when I've gone to New York, um, I didn't know about it uh so obviously I didn't have a chance to try it and um I've seen it all over like social media especially TikTok and lucky for us or me on TikTok they have um like people that have recreated the recipe and apparently the recipe was released to like the public Um, I want to say like around the time of the pandemic or something. And so I, I basically like the way I do things, if like, I'm going to bake something, obviously like banana pudding isn't baking, right? Like I, I'm aware of that. Um, but for like any recipe, when I want to make something, um, I usually, the way I, I quote unquote research it is by watching a bunch of different videos and kind of like, combining like the methods or like the recipes into what I think is going to be best um and so that so I did that and then I made some um some of the the what's it called the the recipe oh well I made I made the recipe um that I found that I liked best and also like the combination of like the method on how to prepare it and stuff and um when I was preparing it like I tried the the pudding itself because they make their banana pudding with vanilla pudding and not banana pudding itself um the recipe itself has bananas like actual bananas in it and um so I was trying the the vanilla the vanilla pudding and I accidentally got french vanilla instead of vanilla which when I looked it up I was Uh, I didn't realize it until like after like once I was home and like ready to like make it and I looked up like what the the difference was and according to the google um french vanilla is just like richer in flavor um and I took that as like sweeter possibly I'm not sure because I'm not such a like a vanilla person so um this was my first time even having like vanilla pudding 
to be honest. And so I decided to make it anyways um, because I was going to combine it with heavy cream. I was like, whatever, like, let me go ahead and, um, and make it anyways. And like, hopefully that, um, decreases the, the, like the taste of like the sugar uh, or the presence of the sugar. And, um, when I was preparing it and like putting, assembling the, the, um, the layers of the banana pudding together, um, the pudding itself tasted kind of gross, to be honest. It, it was too sweet for my liking. And I was kind of, I was feeling discouraged and I put it together and I put it in the fridge because it needs to sit in the fridge for a while. Um, and then, um, but the, but my family liked it and I ended up liking it a lot once it was combined with like the wafers and like the banana and stuff like that. So not bad. Um, so that was, a uh, an unexpected win and I was pretty happy about that. Um, but yeah, I've been on a baking kick, um, before I made like a couple weeks ago, I was just like bored. It was like a Saturday night and I made, um, I had the ingredients to make a, um, crumb cake or a coffee cake, whatever you want to call it. And I made it and it was my second time like making that and it was so good. Um, so I was pretty happy about that. So <laughs> I'm becoming a better like baker, if you will. And, um, I've considered kind of, I don't know if I should, uh, post any of like the recipes or like, um, videos of, uh, recreating recipes on TikTok. Cause, um, just like breaking news guys, uh, we have a TikTok now. Um, <laughs> so if you want to follow, um, and comment and whatnot, that would be great. Um, but anyways, yeah, I'm considering, um, I'm considering like recording videos of, of that. And like on TikTok, um, you can only go live if you have a certain number of subscribers or like, uh, followers. Um, so that's why, like, if you can, please go ahead and follow. Um, and the goal is to get to like a thousand or like 5,000, I believe is what I said to make the discord. Um, but, um, if worse comes to worse and like, go ahead and follow me on Instagram as well. Um, but if worse comes to worse before we can get the lives on TikTok going, we can do them on, um, Instagram. I believe like you don't need a minimum number of, uh, followers on there. So <clears throat> we can still do something live. Um, like I had mentioned before, like I, I would want to do like a Q and A or like, um, what's it called? Uh, just like doing things like painting or, um, baking or like puzzles or something, you know? So just for it to be like a place where we can hang out. But anyways, um, so what's been living rent free in my head lately? Um, so I finished a couple books. So last time I had told you about the Boys of Toman um, series, Binding 13, um, Keeping 13, and um, Saving 6. So I finished Saving 6. I don't know if I had finished it when I last talked to you. I want to say yes. And I'm taking a break from that series just because it's such a heavy, um, 
like uh em- like emotionally heavy series um but i started the magnolia parks universe i don't remember if i told you about that but i finished the first book and i'm on the second book now it was pretty good the character herself magnolia she's kind of frustrating um i don't know like i don't think she's naive i think she just like likes to play dumb and but it is supposed to be like similar to like gossip girl so i can totally see like why people were comparing them um but i'm on the first daisy hates book of the universe um of the magnolia parks universe series and so far i like daisy better um but anyways so i finished that one i what else did i read let me see um i normally keep track of like my reads on um on what's it called on goodreads i don't know if you guys use that it's a pretty cool app um you can rate books and like leave your reviews and stuff like that um which is great so let's see yeah okay so i've read um i don't know if i mentioned before we were strangers that book was okay i expected it to be like more like heartwarming it had a crazy twist at the end which kind of like pissed me off um like the situation itself like made me mad for like the main character um for one of the main characters but whatever would i recommend it Mm, i don't know i gave it three stars out of five um i don't know if i would recommend it uh yeah i don't know i guess like read at your own discretion if you want it's okay like it's it's a like you'll get through the book uh, pretty fast i want to say you won't necessarily be bored but it just like made me mad it's like just as an example i back in the day when handmaid's tale premiered on hulu i watched it was the show good yes it was did the show piss me off yes it did and that's why i stopped watching it (laughs) it made me mad because of like the situation women were being put in um yeah it was just like very like anger inducing for me um yeah but anyways um then oh the other series i started i don't know if i mentioned this before see i'm having a hard time uh remembering (laughs) so i'm gonna have to like take a note of what i talked to you about because or else i'll forget for the following week and i'll just like be repeating myself but i started the throne of glass series um i had looked up a couple videos on how to go about reading it because there's a prequel called the assassin's blade and then there's like the series itself okay and i'm back sorry i had to take a a quick little break i thought someone was at my door but um what was i saying so i started talking to you about um the throne of glass series so i looked up in what order it should be um it should be read 
And so um, I was saying like there's the prequel, The Assassin's Blade, and there's um, the Throne of Glass um, series like in its entirety. And I don't remember how it is that because like it was released, like the prequel was released um, like after like a, a couple books in. And so I wasn't sure. I know some people like read it in tandem with another book in the series and that did not seem appealing to me I was just and then there were some people that were like just read the prequel and then move on um to the other books or some (laughs) were talking about like oh like start at this this point in the series if you want to like have like experience like the heartbreak and then like read this book and whatever so I, I I just took the easiest route like like logically for me um so I just did the prequel um which is the assassin's blade and then throne of glass um and so like I'm about to move on to the second book but um so far so good um wow so I previously read the Akatar series um from the same author Sarah J Sarah J Mass she's become really popular because of TikTok and like gone um she's been one of those people kind of similarly to like Colleen Hoover um have kind of like helped if you will people get back into reading or get into reading period um especially like Gen Z um and so but for me um what's it called uh and and so like Colleen Hoover is like more like romance books I want to say or in like I don't know like different things like uh like I know the one book I read of hers had like domestic violence in it um it was a pretty good book but was it like oh my gosh good the way the girls on TikTok were making it seem no not really but um it was fine but with Sarah J Mass so Akatar is kind of like what made her like super um like viral and that series is pretty great um the mm, I was gonna say like there's some some of the books in the series that are kind of hit or miss but I want to say it's just like a slow start with the first book and then the rest of them are pretty great um but uh and so like I've heard of like Crescent City, the Crescent City series as well. And I wanted to read those books actually, not Throne of Glass, but I heard that it's recommended in terms of like complexity of reading um, uh, like fantasy series. Um, it's better to like from Akatar, like Akatar is kind of fantasy, then like Throne of Glass gets a little deeper into fantasy and then Crescent City. And those Crescent City books are like big daddy books. Like they're thick boys. Um, and so like I, I definitely want to read those. I have the first one. Um, but obviously like I'm I'm holding off on, on reading it. And like the third one of that series just came out this year. Um, in, Jan- in January or like February 1st of 2024. I'm not sure. Um, but... Yeah, so I'm I finished um like the prequel and the first book technically. Oh my gosh, it's it's so good. Um it's 
kind of reminds me of like the main character no but not really i was gonna say it kind of reminds me of the main character of akatar but not really because the girl in the throne of glass series where like right off the bat she's a badass um and she's not necessarily like afraid of just like existing like the akatar girl was um but yeah uh i would definitely recommend i don't want to spoil it for you if you guys like eventually want to get like deep into like talking about the nitty-gritty details of um like any of these books then i'll for sure like make um like specific phone calls for for us to just like discuss that and maybe like i'll upload um more than one call a week but that's for a later date but (laughs) um and so like that's been one of the things that's been like living rent free in my head if you will um the other thing is so like in terms of like books um well there's that and then um what i was gonna say i got confused for a second um the other thing is shows so i started um criminal minds for the first time off of the recommendation of someone and like i had heard about it before and kind of started the first episode a while back but never really like um got into it got into it so like i restarted the first episode one of these days and got really into it and i'm three or four episodes in i want to say so far so good i like it i used to be very into like true crime podcasts but i feel like um like the oversaturation of of like the genre and stuff um uh, it came a point where I was like I don't even know like what to listen to because there's some podcasts where it's like reenacted um and I don't want to hear acting I just want to hear like the investigation you know um but then I started like um because I told you I was like getting into like a more spiritual journey in like the past few years um I started feeling like uh watching like those like true crime documentaries or listening to true crime podcasts um were also kind of like inviting negative energy into my life so it kind of made me uncomfortable and I kind of had to like steer clear of that for a while I don't know what that says about like my current status of like mental health and stuff (laughs) considering like I'm watching criminal minds and enjoying it um but uh I, like I'm taking it in small doses like I'm not like binging it uh like I normally would a show um it's just kind of interesting but um onto something lighter so I just started okay if you know me I love Love Island Love Island UK specifically like I've tried watching Love Island USA um man the USA is so disappointing. Um, the USA series and the Australian series actually are so disappointing because you can just tell like how like people are acting just, they're just clout chasers and it's so off-putting to me. Um, like I don't like it. It really pisses me off because in Love Island UK, you've actually had several successful couples like me on the show 
move on to get married have kids like actually be real couples and not just there for the clout in the moment and then like drop each other right one once they they leave the villa um so that's really irritating to me um and like in australia australia oh my gosh like no offense to like any uh, any of our australian like lone wolf friends but um like it's there the culture is very interesting like it has very much like underlying racism tones and it makes me so uncomfortable and then also the way they act is kind of like they're trying to like like imitate american like pop culture if that makes sense it's it's really weird to me um but yeah like mostly like racism and like a very like obvious clout chasing and then in the u.s love island it's very obvious that they're there for like social media followers and whatnot and that irritates me so much um and yeah and like what's also very interesting is like love island uk and love island um probably australia too but i'm just gonna talk about like usa and uk so both of them tend to have um like islanders or contestants um that are similarly aged like they tend to be like in their early early to mid 20s for the most part um but the way they act in the u.s is very different from the uk um the uk islanders that are in those age ranges um and this is no shade to them they tend to the uk ones tend to look older so i'm like always surprised at their age um but they look good um but their their maturity level and like kind of like the way they handle themselves or like carry themselves tends to be more mature as well and they tend to have the mindset from what i've noticed oh like i'm ready to settle down um even though they're like in their early 20s or or mid 20s um and it's interesting because like they're saying that but they they tend to actually kind of mean it um and i don't know if it's like like culturally over there if it's um deemed more like uh socially acceptable to like start settling down around those ages versus in the u.s um people in their mid to late 20s are still like focused on their careers for the most part um not necessarily looking to settle down once they hit 30 i want to say that's when they they actually like are serious serious but late 20s they start to do that as well um but not necessarily so much in their early 20s um and so but also like the way they carry themselves in the villa in in the u.s um tends to be way more immature and like very like obvious just like trying to get attention um which is so like it's so gross to me um like one of my pet peeves is um people not being able to think independently and the other one is like caring like being very fixated on how people perceive you or like caring what people think about you and putting on a show for them rather than just being yourself and that's a lot of what i see in the u.s so it's like very disappointing like i watched um i didn't watch season one of love island u.s i 
it was kind of, I don't remember why it was. I think it was because of something with like networks and stuff like that. And I, by the time it, like I could watch it, like it had already ended and I was like uh, over it. I, I think like there was a new season of UK um, out anyway. So I was like, uh, let me focus on that. Um, and, or like, uh, Australia. Um, and then I saw season two. Um, it was okay. Like some of the people in there for the most part, annoying. Um, season three, same thing. Um, I follow just like, like, um, one of the people from there because she's a part of the challenge. Um, so the challenge is like this, um, competition on MTV and I know who watches MTV anymore, right? Um, so I love the challenge. Like I've been watching it for years since I was like, I want to say in middle school, I love the like athleticism of it. And like, even like the mental like social like game of it um it's very interesting to me and um yeah and so I follow one of the contestants Olivia um from Love Island US and now she's on the challenge um and she had a breakout like first season on the challenge which was cool but she's on a second season don't love this new season of the challenge very mid very boring um, very irritating, but anyways, Love Island UK. So Love Island UK, they tend to have, um, a summer season and then a winter season. And they decided because of last year, I want to say this is why they did it. Last year, they had a, a winter season that was so toxic Oh my gosh, it has been the worst season of Love Island UK ever. Like everybody hated all of the contestants in it. And like there was um, a sense of like uh, the the toxicity part was, um, listen, I'm all for the girls. I'm all for being a girl's girl, supporting your girls. But to a certain extent, if it makes sense. Um, not if you guys are being like extra delusional and more specifically just being bullies. So the girls in the last, um, Love Island UK winter villa were basically banded together to be bullies to guys, um, in certain situations, which is not okay to me. Like you guys want to talk about like toxic masculinity and like society wants to talk about like toxic masculinity and, um, and just like how like shitty men can be and this and that. But like, don't also think that you're going to flip the script in the name of that and, be toxic feminists and toxic feminists in a in a way that is like just so like wrong that like it doesn't even make sense you know um but they those contestants sucked like social media ate them up and um it made sense that they wouldn't want a repeat of that and and I think that they thought that it was just like because of I don't know, because it was a winter villa, maybe, um, because normally in the summer, they go to a villa in Spain and in the winter, they go to a villa in, um, South Africa. And so, uh, yeah, so they basically discarded 
doing like a a brand new um winter villa with brand new contestants and they decided to make love island ulcers so love island ulcers consists of previous um love islanders that um i well i was gonna say that the public loved but just previous islanders um and so far i've watched like because in the u.s unfortunately we get it like two weeks delayed um and so i started watching it some of the contestants i love some of them i could do without like for example um there's this one couple from series five i believe they are or series four i'm not sure but um molly and callum they're kind of wasting everybody's time um right now they're a couple that was together for like three three to four years i'm not sure maybe three and a half doesn't matter long enough right they broke up like six months ago and now they're in the villa together and they are a couple together um they've decided to couple together and yet they're still open to like exploring their options quote unquote and it's like such a toxic situation in my opinion because like for one um that molly girl she led on one of the guys so you're kind of like inviting other like third parties into your shit show of a relationship even though you guys are broken up but um you're like yeah you're leading people on just for you to not give them a real shot but at the same time you're not getting back together so it's like it's like they're on vacation together and but at the same time like not and it's like why don't you guys just leave and figure figure your shit out together you know um and leave everybody out of this because at this point you're just taking up space um but anyways and then there's uh my favorites i want to say anton i love it i loved anton in the first um series that he was in and i love him even more now i feel like he has matured a bit um but i feel like he's really funny and like really sweet he tends to like friend zone himself which sucks but um i hope he he's able to find something and like some of these girls are like so dumb in there um like delusional in the sense of like oh like like we're good like he's so into me he's so into me and it's like he's not saying that he's into you you're really into him you have love goggles on um like wake up but um yeah i love anton i love lib um lib and kaz and um yeah I don't know like I can get in deep into it I don't know if I want to um like spoil anything for you unless you want me to um <laughs> but uh yeah so far it's it's okay I'll probably have like way more thoughts like as we get deeper into the season though um and then the other thing that's been living rent free in my head um and I think this this is going to be the last thing I'm going to talk about is uh, Love is Blind Sweden. So um, if you've never watched Love is Blind, it's a it's a Netflix show. Um, it has several seasons. It's pretty toxic. Um, <laughs> and it basically the gist of it is 
people are strangers. They have um, men and women separated and then they go on dates um, while each being in a different room um, and just like speaking through a wall. And it's, um, it's a pretty good show. Um, it can be pretty corny at times because you see these people like, like open up emotionally and it's like, that's kind of like the icky things. Like you don't want (laughs) to, you don't want to witness like, or like, even like if, if like you've gone through like your relationships and like, you've been like corny with someone, you don't want to like see that replayed in your face, you know? But anyways, um, so that's what we're seeing. We're seeing those people like open up to each other, get deep with each other and get corny with each, each, uh, get corny with each other. So, um, but recently, so that's Love Island, US, US, right? And so recently they brought out, um, so they've had Love Island Brazil before. I think I saw the first season, I haven't continued on. I want to say they have like three seasons now. And then um, they have one season of Love is Love is Blind um, Japan. And then this year they released um, Love is Blind Sweden. So the Swedish one, it had to be dubbed, right? Um, so uh, I was watching it and like it was dubbed to English for me. And, um, it was interesting. So, like, my biggest take on it is, like, okay, I understand that, like, you can get to know someone, um, like, on a deep level and stuff. But I think, like, what frustrates me is that, like, when red flags start to pop up, sometimes people don't, like, um, confront them head on or like ask questions and like I don't know like personally I just could not keep my mouth shut if I were in in certain situations like there was this one girl Amanda that um like all her friends from the pod um received um received like uh in a like a message from someone saying that her guy that she was engaged to um had a woman pregnant in Spain and that um that what's it called that uh she was going to give birth in like three months or something and blah 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 um she she was basically like joking about like becoming a stepmom and um she wasn't sure if she believed it and this and that and it's like bro like okay for one this guy isn't famous like nobody knows who he is so you trying to deny these rumors it's like why would someone even make that up and like go out of their way to reach out to you guys you know and then secondly why is this a joke to you like this is someone that you're you're meant to marry and they're lying to you about like having kids or like having someone pregnant like what is that situation about and why don't you care and and why why don't you care for him to have like more like empathy or like even be worried about like losing you he he just like acted I don't even know how he acted he he didn't necessarily react which was strange to me um but uh yeah she joked about it like that and then 
um there was this other guy lucas and um amelia why does this feel like deja vu i feel like i might have talked to you about this last week whatever um lucas and amelia um he kept leading her on like you could tell this dude wasn't into her like physically he kept saying how great of a woman she was and how he's never met somebody like her but he couldn't like get into it with her because he wasn't physically attracted and but he kept trying to like convince us I think and himself that he was into her at one point um because he did end up sleeping with her and um then it was like so he was like leading her on just for him to like be at the altar and be like yeah I've never met somebody like you and blah 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 but no I don't want to marry you which in a sense was um a blessing in disguise for Amelia because Amelia was willing to go into it and like get married to him even though she knows that things weren't good she was willing to like work on things basically and it's like you shouldn't enter a marriage already having like a ton of things to work on in my opinion I feel like you should be in your honeymoon phase where it's like things are so great that like we can't get enough of each other and like yeah things are gonna come up along the way but we'll figure it out once we get there right but um but yeah and and like even like at her bachelorette party her friend was like I've never seen you like this you you've always been such a happy person and you do not look happy at all I don't think you should say yes to him and but anyways at the altar Amelia said yes and Lucas said no but and I know she was hurt by it, but she's going to find somebody good for her um, that's going to adore her. And um, Lucas is annoying. I, I, I can't even with him. I thought he, he's one of those guys that like puts on like a nice guy persona um, or a nice guy uh, facade. And it's like you're not actually a nice person. Um, but um so in in the the reunion we actually going back to amanda and that idiot that she's married to um it i believe okay so i'm so annoyed because the reunion was not dubbed and i wasn't about to sit there and just like read the subtitles um but i went on tiktok and there's these different creators there's um this guy I believe his name is reality rob so he watches like all of love is blind and he'll make his little tiktoks right and so I watched his recap his recaps on the reunion and apparently Amanda is pregnant which girl you literally just got married why are you pregnant right now like you should get to know this man more but apparently also the thing about him having someone pregnant and like having a kid was true um so it's like that's even worse so why are you gonna get pregnant by somebody that lied to you about having ties with someone else somewhere else oh my gosh i'm so annoyed with her and i don't know if it's like I, I don't know like how like where her head is at with that it doesn't even make sense to me um I don't know if she was just like that desperate to like get married but she literally got the worst guy out of the bunch like she chose the worst guy like everybody that had met him previously like 
in the pods they were like oh that guy's a weirdo like I got bad vibes from him I don't want to go on another date with him stranger danger and she was like I really like him like he has such a fun personality and blah 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 and it's like girl no he's obnoxious um and she's like from what I could tell she seems like such a nice person um but anyways um yeah that's kind of been living rent free in my head (laughs) as of recently um movies I don't think I've watched any movies I watched one Liam Neeson movie last week I believe um called The Commuter it was interesting Liam Neeson I think he's just so fun to watch he tends to play the same character (laughs) in every um movie but I don't even mind it and then um I've been wanting to watch uh good grief by daniel daniel levy i believe is is his name the creator of schitt's creek i love him um he's the one that plays david in that show that is one of my all-time favorite shows um it's so well made it's uh i just love it i i could talk about it all day but anyways, um, yeah, I, I want to watch that in uh, maybe a couple scary movies. Like I've heard of The Descent and it used to be available on uh, Netflix, I want to say, but they took it off. And then this week I looked for it and it's available on Tubi, I believe. So I might convince my family to watch it with me um, just because I'm a scaredy cat. and I can't watch it by myself when it comes to scary movies I can't watch them by myself and I can't watch them at night or else I get too spooked and the last one is like if they're based on a true story I can't because I get too spooked (laughs) but anyways as I promised last week um we were gonna do um a segment of am I the asshole um Okay, so disclaimer. So I'm pretty bad at reading out loud. So we're going to use this as practice. I haven't read this before because I want to give you like my actual reaction um, to whatever the situation is. I kind of just like skimmed through and like found one. Um, And yeah, we'll see. Don't make fun of my reading. (laughs) I remember there's this comedian. Her name is Christina Hutchinson. Um, she's a part of the guys we fucked, uh, podcast and like they'll read, um, emails that they've received from listener emails. And so, um, and when it, it, I remember like early on in, in, uh, the podcast, she would read the emails and she was just so terrible at reading them and she was like damn like it would be so horrible if I ever had to read an obituary because I would fuck that up and (laughs) and I'm like same um yeah so anyways so let's see um it's titled am I the asshole for pretending to get fired when customers get a temper with me okay let's see I am a high schooler with a weekend job at a coffee shop. My coworkers who work weekends are James, the owner's son. He goes to, to my school. He's a shift manager, but it's not a real formal thing. He's a friendly guy. Then there's Danielle, a college student who sometimes works weekends too. So sometimes customers will come in and just be angry about such little stuff. 
like literally blow up about nothing. I don't know if they're in a bad mood already and looking for someone to take it out on or what, but it's a lot. Like, how sad. So, you're... Okay, they they have a typo, I guess. Like, how sad. So, you're have, you have to be to a grown-ass man taking your anger out on on a high school on high school and college kids so James and I were joking about having a little fun with them and hopefully getting them off our backs so one day I was at work and some guy was having a temper about how we don't make the coffee hot enough which I couldn't do a, a thing about because I gave it to him right out of the machine so James came in and was like sir is there a problem here and the guy started ranting at him too so he was he was just like uh original poster um op this is unacceptable you're fired and i started acting real sad like no please don't fire me my family needs the money i need this job please and he played up being a hard ass telling me to take off my apron and leave <laughs> <laughs> okay um the angry guy started to backtrack like it isn't that that big of a problem you don't need to fire her over it I didn't mean it and James was like no we pride ourselves on the best customer service of course after all the drama I still had my job we were just acting and we've done it a couple times whenever a customer will lose their temper at Danielle or I James will storm in and fire us and almost every time the person who had come in angry will apologize and say they didn't mean it. They didn't mean it. It's kind of satisfying making people realize their actions might actually have consequences. Anyways, I was telling my friends from school about this and a few of them thought it was a mean prank to, to let someone go away thinking they'd gotten someone desperately who desperately needed the money fired. Am I the asshole for this joke? Um, first of all, that's pretty funny. Um, and secondly, no, you're not the asshole. Um, because like these people, like how entitled are they to feel like they can go into a place? Yes, like the customer can be right. And yes, you can ask for whatever you're asking for coffee in this case for a certain for ask for it in a certain type of way but you don't you do not need to be disrespectful to anybody you don't need to take out you don't need to get first of all what is wrong with you that you're getting so angry over coffee like it's just coffee um that is so weird for someone to do and secondly um like for you to like go out of your way to to like just like start yelling at someone and and start like acting like just like so out of pocket I don't think that's okay so it to me it's like you earned something like this you know um you're just lucky that the person working there didn't bitch at you and instead they pranked you making you feel guilty um because to be honest they were probably looking for a fight they wish somebody would come at them with the same uh, energy as them like match their energy um but luckily i think it, this is in a sense this is kind of like taking the high road or like um just like kind of like flipping the script on them in a in a way that's slightly more like satisfying because like 
like they said in the post, you do make them realize that their actions have consequences. Um, and they shouldn't be acting like children. Like you're a grown ass adult. Why are you acting like this? Especially like they said, towards like kids, like college kids and, and like high school kids. Um, but yeah, I think this is the, that's really funny. I think that's great. And, um, keep on doing it because I bet you they sure as hell won't act like this again because you just taught them a lesson. Um, but yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, yeah, I don't know that I would do that myself. Um, I think when I've had like customer service positions, um, and somebody has been like rude to me, I kind of just like brush it off, ignore it. The way I think about it in my head is like, damn, like you must be miserable. You, who knows what you're going through? I, I try to give them the benefit of the doubt. I try to be like, you know what? They must be having a hard time. I'm just going to let it slide. Um, and I also, I believe in karma. I, excuse me. Um, I heavily believe in karma. So, um, I just believe that like karma will meet them later in the, in their day. Um, so yeah, but no, not the asshole. Um, and I think like you're, you're a kid, you're in high school. It's fine. Um, yeah, (laughs) I was kind of hoping that this one would be like slightly more controversial, to be honest. Maybe we'll, we'll find something like that for next week. But, um, what am I, what else did I want to talk to you about? Um, I had something else, but I think I'll leave it for our next call. Um, I'll just make a note of it. And then, um, we'll talk again soon. Um, as I mentioned before, so I'll put the links to stuff to my link tree in the um, podcast in like the episode description. But um, I'm on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. Still haven't posted anything on YouTube. I'm not sure of like what to post if like clips from this or what. Um, we'll see. Whatever I post on TikTok, I'll probably post on YouTube. That's probably how I'll go about it. Or I don't know if I should just like post like, you know, the whole episode on YouTube. Um, we shall see. And I'll post about this on um, Instagram about the new episode, but I'll talk to you next week. And um, yeah, follow me um like subscribe uh i'm on spotify apple and um like i said tiktok youtube and instagram um i'll try to be like more active on instagram i think um on tiktok so far i've only like reposted stuff that like i think is funny or like interesting um yeah so follow, like, subscribe, and we'll talk next week. Um, you can DM me about anything, and, um, I'll reply. I'll probably reply there, or, like, if you want, like, advice on something, like, I can always bring it to, to this space as well, but it was good talking to you. I hope you're good. Um, 
I'll leave you with these words. So this girl, um, this fitness like influencer that I started following like years and years ago, she has this one saying, I don't know if she still says it though. Um, cause I haven't really been like keeping up with her lately, but, um, one of the things that I really liked that she used to say, and like, she even put it on like some Gymshark merch was it's a beautiful day to be alive. Um, I wholeheartedly believe that even if you're having like, if you're having a rough day, um, this will pass. It's just, it's a bad day, not a bad life. Okay. Um, like things will get better eventually. I know that like when you're in the middle of things, it, it tends to feel like it will never get better, but it will. Um, I just need you to trust me on that. And, um, and try to like, maybe like see, see, like find one, one positive thing like that you have in your life right now and try to like hold on to that, you know? Um, and then the next thing is, um, like an affirmation. Um, so like you can say it with me when I say it and then kind of like, we'll just sit with it. Okay. So it'll be like a meditation. So it's, we'll start again. It's a beautiful day to be alive. I'm so lucky everything works out for me. All right. So I'll leave you with that. Uh, Like I said, I hope your day is going great. And if it's not, I hope it gets better. It's, and if it's, not a good day at all. It's, it's just a bad day. It's not a bad life. It will get better eventually. Okay. Um, but we'll talk soon. Um, next week I'll give you, I'll give you a call and, um, yeah, take care and be good to yourself. Do something nice for yourself. Even if it's something as simple as like taking yourself for a walk, but, um, Yeah, thanks for listening to the Lone Wolf Girl podcast. Um, We'll talk soon. Bye.